Stop overthinking the technical side of photography. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry. I am back from Iceland and this is episode 331 of the podcast. I'm not actually sure where to start. The trip itself, the photography itself, the people, the place, my next trip. There's so much stuff that's happened since the last podcast, but I will be getting to all of those in due course. See, for this particular week, um, I'm really not sure, today is the 28th of June, I'm going to attempt, attempt to get out a tutorial video, a podcast episode, and a blog every single day. So we've gone back into lockdown in South Africa, which means I'm working from home, which means I need to keep myself busy with some kind of routine, and with a lot of thoughts, and this always happens on a trip, there's a lot, and especially in Iceland, because we drive from destination to destination on the, on the sprinter that we, well, that we use, and there's a lot of time to make notes, listen to music, um, think about things, chat to people. So a lot of ideas for podcasts, blogs, and other content, but I thought I want to start with one particular thing, which is something I've been harping on for a very long time, yet I think it's something that a lot of people, a lot of you guys, need to stop doing. I've said this three million times. Nobody's ever going to walk into a photographic gallery, look at a picture on a wall, and say, holy shit, that's the best ISO I've ever seen. If they do, that's, a, that's an insult. I think so. If someone walks up to an image of mine printed in my house, and they look at it and see, and say, oh my goodness, Jerry, that is the best shutter speed I've ever seen. That's a fucking insult, because if the image is so bland from a creative point of view, if my storytelling is that bad that you have to comment on the ISO or the shutter speed, there's 100% something wrong. Now, just before my tour started, I was in jail in Reykjavik, which means like a hotel for quarantine. And the first day I was let out, it was like my life started all over again. But Christy, one of my clients and I went and we just had a walk around Reykjavik for the afternoon and we just took our iPhones. And we only use that to photograph Reykjavik. It's a beautiful little town. It's kind of a mixture of Arctic meets like Renaissance Europe or something. It's fantastic, amazing photography, great sights. And we only use our iPhones. Now, Christy's background was she didn't really know photography much. She did it years ago and she has, she definitely has an eye for it. I know this now, but we only used our iPhones. And I think she was kind of scared to start shooting initially. But once we got into it, she kept on saying that, you know what, as long as she doesn't have to think about the technical, the images are okay. And that's a big, big, big statement because too often, and I see this on tours and expeditions and safaris and one-on-one sessions and tutorials and when I do processing with people, they get crippled totally by the technical side of the craft and then their creativity fucking sucks. It's bad. They are so stressed up about what should my shutter speed be, what should my ISO be, oh my god, what, what exposure compensation, instead of just shooting. Now, I am going to contradict myself a little bit saying that the foundation of photography is 1 million percent the technicality, it's the triangle of light. And in our digital photography course, we, we often say that photography is made up out of two shapes, this triangle of light and the frame, which is your rectangle. And that's it. If you start understanding the triangle of light, that becomes easy. But 
so many people get stuck. And for a lot of photographers, it becomes a pissing contest, as in who understands the technicality better. Hey, John, nobody gives a fuck. Your images are still boring. Get it? So when we were out in Reykjavik photographing with just the iPhones, and look, I just did a tutorial on my Instagram feed on how to do slow shutters, sluttish, sluttish, slutter? Slow shutter speed images with the iPhone. And it's ridiculous what you can do with these things. I created incredible images, and so did Christy, just of walking around Reykjavik with the iPhone. The cool thing is, and this is very much like mirrorless, you can see what your result's gonna be. You don't have to worry about exposure comp because you click and you see. Yeah, you see what it's gonna be. The iPhone will do pretty well to freeze the action, whatever it is, unless you ask it to do slow shutter speed. Your focus with an iPhone and with a camera should be just creative. Where are you gonna put things in the frame? How can you best convey the story, the intensity, the size of the building, the low angle of the street, whatever it is, that's what counts. The moment you get too stuck on the, on the technicality side of it, you're gonna lose. I'll say it again, you're gonna lose if you think of just the technicality of it. I've seen people when they arrive on a trip and they've got like a list for themselves of the things they have to remember in each given scenario. Like for example, if I get to this, I have to do X, Y, and Z. If I get to that, I have to do X, Y, and Z. The problem for me is you start going recipe driven. You, 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 you pigeonhole yourself so badly that when you get to that sighting, you default to whatever your fucking list said. It's like, no, don't do it like that. Each scene and scenario demands and, and actually asks you for its own creative interpretation. You as the photographer might be in a different mood when you arrive at a certain place. I think for myself, when we got to this big church, I should know what it's called, but I don't right now, uh, in Reykjavik, it's stunning. It's like a triangular thing going up, super tall. I shot most of it in monochrome because the sky was blue, but there was incredible clouds. Now, if you use noir on your iPhone, it makes incredibly moody, dark images. Now, I like that. Maybe if I get there on a different day and I'm more happy and upbeat or I was, but you get the point, then I might shoot it in saturated color and I might push the color. But if I get to that particular scene and I default back to my technical list, all the things are gonna look the same. It's gonna look the same. So this is one of the things. When I'm on a trip, someone will be photographing next to me and we'll get to, I don't know, we'll get to a leopard up a tree. And the questions will come, hey, Jerry, what aperture should I use? And I'm like, well, I don't know, Sarah. What do you want to do? What do you want to show? What ISO should I use? Well, I don't know because which mode are you shooting in? Because ISO will determine if you're in aperture mode, it'll determine your shutter speed. If you're in shutter speed mode, it'll determine your aperture. And if you're shooting manual, it's just one of the three variables you can use to control exposure compensation. Now. I need you to reverse 10 seconds, rewind 10 seconds of this podcast. If you didn't understand all of that, you have a problem. You then have a weakness in your photographic game. Because if you don't understand the technical foundation and then put it to the side and use it as a photographic tool to create something, you're gonna lose. A lot of people, when they start asking these questions, 
Their minds are so fucked up with all the numbers. It's 2.8 and 11, and it's 1 over 1600, and ISO 3200, but mine can go to plus 1, and what if my exposure compensation is minus 0.7? That's what they focus on. And I get it, because if you don't get that, you won't be able to photograph. But guys, learn that. If you don't understand it, pull your finger out your ass and just start doing it. Learn. You can find anything that you want to know about photography on YouTube right now. Literally. Some of the best photographers that I've had in this podcast that I've shot with in the field that I've spoken to out there have not got any kind of photographic education, formal education. They did it on YouTube because they respected their craft enough to learn the basics, the technical foundation, and now they can create. Guys, a proper shutter speed, a proper depth of field setting, some other ISO number is not the goal when you pick up your camera. It's not. The goal is your final image. It's the narrative. It's the storytelling. Those things, shutter speed, aperture, ISO, it's just tools. It's just to Do me a favor. Pause this podcast. No, wait, not yet. I'm going to tell you when. Go to Instagram, scroll, find some wildlife images, and be honest with yourself. When you look at an image, do you think, hmm, I wonder what ISO that was at? If that's the only thing you wonder, you have a problem. Okay, so pause now and go and check it out. I'll wait for you. Okay, you're back. Yes? Guys, we need to stop thinking this. I get people who have been faced with the most incredible scenes. Northern lights. Holy shit, the sky is green. The mountains is just enough lit up that you can expose it on a long shutter speed. It is, I mean, you can hear angels singing when you look at this fucking scene, right? Migration crossings, where the wildebeest go through the river. It's insane, right? Svalbard, you're on a zodiac, there's a polar bear on a snowy hill. People don't even take the images because they're too stressed about what is in inverted commas, correct. What is correct shutter speed? What is correct aperture? You know what? I was actually wanted to do a blog on the amount of images I've created, which I actually fucked up in the field because my settings were wrong, but it still worked. It still worked. I've shot images at midday at, at 4,000 ISO because I forgot. I've shot images at F11, which are 1 and F2.8, but I can process it and it looks fine. I've had images of a cheetah sitting on a mound at sunset shot at 1 over 20 shutter speed, not 1 over 600 like the 1 over focal length rule tells me I should, and it still worked. Guys, too many of you are blocking your own creativity because too much of your focus is on the technical side of photography. And if your focus is on the technical side of photography, you don't know it well enough. Simple as that. Simple as that. If you are 1 million percent comfortable with shutter speed, how it affects the amount of light that comes into your camera, aperture, how it also determines how much light comes into your camera, and then understand that each of those have a spin-off as well. Shutter speed will determine whether an image is sharp or not. Aperture will determine how much of the image looking away from you will be in focus and how much of a bouquet you'll have with a soft background that falls off. If you are thinking about those things only and you feel yourself uncomfortable having to know what settings you have to shoot at at any time, you need 
to go and do your homework. You need to go and do your homework. Another situation, sometimes we're on a game drive vehicle, it's myself and three photographers, we're all using different lenses. I might have a 300mm 2.8, John has a 600 f4, um, Sarah is shooting at 24mm because she wants the wider angle, and let's say Joseph has an 800mm 5.6. Now someone asks a question, hey Jerry, what should my aperture be? I'll say, well, I don't know, Joseph. What do you want to do? Do you want to blur the background or do you want to have everything in focus? He answers the question. I'll say, okay, cool. Go with F8. If you don't understand that the lens you are shooting with will also affect the depth of field and you just dial in what everybody else is dialing in, you're not going to get what you think you want. You're not going to get it because you don't understand the technical side enough. Guys, go onto YouTube. Take a Saturday, take time at work, just don't let your boss see, and go and Google, how does shutter speed work? Go and listen to my podcast, there's 330 episodes before this, I've covered some of this stuff before. Go and look at the tutorials I've done on YouTube, go and look at the blogs the guys have written on the wildlife site. This stuff is out there. Your photography, if you are worrying too much about the technical side when you are faced with a sighting and you don't allow yourself to move past into the creative and the narrative and the storytelling, your photography will never be what it can be. I'm telling you that now. I see too many people lose their shit and they freak the fuck out in the field because, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Like, my aperture is, is 2.8, but, but, but the shutter speed is slow. Well, don't be a dick, push your ISO up then. Because when you start panicking about something, that becomes the main thing you focus on. If you start freaking the fuck out, that becomes the only thing you worry about. You're shooting off 27 frames a second on some of these mirrorless cameras, but everything's gonna be crap because you're worrying about the wrong thing. Do the homework when you're not in the field so that when you get to the field, you don't have to be crippled by the technical side and you can worry about storytelling. Too often, too often, photographers will say, oh yeah, well, I wanna, I wanna create stories and I wanna have a beautiful narrative and style stories with my images. Yes. But you, sir, are the same person that argued me that if I create an image that is tack sharp at one over a thousand, that it will be sharper at one over four thousand. That's a negative, you dick. Because if it's sharp at a thousand, it can't be more sharp. Again, you're either pregnant or you're not. You can't be pregnant and get more pregnant. You can't have a sharp image and have it more sharp. But that's the focus. Yet those people say that they want to create better storytelling images yet their focus is on all the technical stuff. I get it. I get it in a way because technical you can learn. It's numbers based. It might scare the shit out of some of us, but you can still work it out. You can take time. Someone can explain it to you, right? Someone can explain to you that if your shutter speed is slower, the light will come in less, which means you will have a darker image, right? If you want... I just fucked it up, didn't I? If you, wait, what did I say? If you have a slower shutter speed, more light will come in, right? More light will come in, you will have a lighter image, so that's how it works. You see, I'm so used to, to focusing on the creative that I fuck it up even in a podcast where I'm supposed to be telling you how to do it. This happens in the field all the time, yet I still work away with images that work. 
images that had soul and passion, right? Do the homework. Let someone explain the technical side to you. The difficult thing is, technical side is a science. It's an A to B to C. Creativity is not. Creativity is going from A to H to W, maybe back to J, then to G to B and then to X. But there's no answer. It could be whatever you want it to be. Yes, I can give you kind of guidelines as to what creativity you could apply to that specific scene, or I could say to you, this is how the human eye and brain works, things we're attracted to, but there's no right answer. And I think that scares people because they want, they, they still want their photographies to be, their, their, their photographs to be correct. It's not a competition. Again, trying to win at photography is trying to win at yoga. It doesn't fucking make sense. Get it? So stop worrying about the technical. Learn it, know it, put it in your toolbox, and then look at creating better images. We don't need sharper images. We need better images. We don't need more technical images. We need better images. It's when you start understanding the tech side and using it as a tool, not as the final destination, that two things will happen. Number one, you'll immediately start creating images with more depth, more passion, more soul. And number two, guess what? You're gonna start enjoying your photography more. I mean, fuck, who wants to go out to the Masamara, sit with me next to the migration where there's 10 and a half thousand wildebeest who's thundering across the Mara River. Do you really wanna be thinking about shutter speed? One over 200 is gonna blur the water, but one over 500 won't. But if I really wanna blur the wildebeest, I've gotta go one over 30, but what about my aperture? Because am I gonna, do you really want to be doing that? Or do you want to have that second nature because you did your homework like Jerry told you and you did the work, now you can just focus on telling the story. Choice is yours, but I'm telling you now, too many people are crippled by the technical side of it. And that's a sad thing because photography is both a science and an art. The process of photography is both a science and an art, but your final, process, your final picture is art, it's not science. It's not the settings that matter, it's the final image that matters. Anyway, if you have any questions or comments on this, I'd love to hear from you. My email is jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, at wildeye.co.za. That's wildeye, two words, with a dash in between, .co.za. Or you can hit me up on any of my social media platforms. It's Jerry Van Vault pretty much everywhere. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. If you have questions, what do you struggle with? What is it that you struggle with when you pick up your camera? Most of the time, it's technical. That's where people mess it up. Anyway, send me your questions, send me your comments, and um, yeah, please, 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 don't, don't focus too much on the technical side of it. Focus on your photography, it's way more fun. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for lending me your ears, and uh, I always appreciate your time that you take so let's do this again question for the day if you've listened this far thank you so much i'd like to know where you're listening to this are you in iceland where i just was are you in the us south africa which country are you in and where are you listening to this podcast please hit me up with a dm on instagram um yeah i'd like to share some of those out as well it's good fun anyway i'll chat to you all in the next episode my name is jerry i'm from wild eye have a good one bye-bye <laughs>